Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Pause I Am Radio. Your host for tonight's show are Robert Brining and Jeremy Dunn. They will be taking your calls and speaking with a different guest each week. You are encouraged to call in and share your life experiences with us. The number to call is 347-215-9442. That number again, 347-215-9442. Are you ready for your dose of hope? You're listening to Pause I Am Radio. Good evening, everyone. I am ready. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Pause I Am Radio. I'm your host, Robert Brining. This evening, I am joined by my co-host, Jeremy Dunn. Jeremy? Hello. How are you doing? I think we have some technical difficulties. Yeah, a couple. A little bit. A little bit. <laughs> we're here now, thank God. Um, it's crazy, uh, but we made it, so we're excited to be broadcasting live from Washington, D.C. at the International AIDS Conference. Is that where we are? That's where we are. Okay. So if uh, you are joining us, um, that's, that's what we're doing. So we're going to do this again tomorrow. Tonight we have a really special guest coming on air with us, Mondo Guerrera. I'm excited to have him come on and talk about his new project, what he's doing here at the conference. Um, we have a couple minutes before he calls in. What did you do today, Jeremy? Oh, gosh. Um, today uh, I had, uh, we, we went and saw Jamar Rogers this first thing this morning at uh, the Global Village at the International AIDS Conference there. And, and uh, the mayor of Washington, D.C. was uh, getting ready to give a speech, and he was completely drowned out. Uh, by by protesters, he couldn't even finish his speech. So uh, I took some video of that, and uh, we got we, that was kind of fun. It was it was it was uh, it was interesting. It's it, it's a lot of fun to have that kind of activity. So I was bouncing between you know the global village and some different sessions. All right. No, I, I totally agree. I think seeing Jamar was amazing, and his mom, oh, which was really cool. Love uh, her. So. Uh, yeah, that made my day. It really did. Uh, hearing him sing twice, and we're going to go to actually hear him sing again this evening. We are, yes. The Black Cat at 7.30. So if you are in D.C. and you would like to uh, come check it out, please do. 
Oh, it's at the Black Cat. Um, that's the Black Cat something, right? It's, um, it's called the Black Cat, actually. Yeah, but where is it at? It's at the. It's 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 at one one eight. One one eight one Fourteenth Street, at Northwest here in Washington D.C. So please come out and uh, support support our lovely Jamar. Yes, absolutely. Um, so as we're waiting for Mondo to to call into the show, um, I'm hoping that um, he he has a big project coming up. It's called um, shit. Why can't I think of the name of it? Shoot, shoot. The you know the the FCC is going to be calling us now. You do realize that? Yes. Oh, whatever. We are in DC after all. That's right. <laughs> so let me uh, play this quick little uh, PSA real quick so we can uh, try to get Mondo to come on. So uh, we will be right back. I don't have. All right, there. I think we see him. Is he there? Yes, 202. Can you please bring on Mondo? Hello, Hello. Mondo. Are you there? Hi, I'm with Mondo. I'm going to put him on right now. Is this Robert? Thank you. Okay, hold on. Hello, Robert. Hi, how are you? Good. How are you doing? Good. So glad to have you join us. Sorry, we had some technical difficulties in the beginning. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. I totally understand. So I'm glad that you were able to, to, to join us. We actually have you here in studio with us. We have uh-huh. you via magazine. <laughs> Um, we picked up the A&U magazine that you're on the cover of. Which one is that? A&U. Oh, wow. I guess I haven't even seen it. Oh, well, I have it. So if I get to see you sometime, I can give it to you. A new magazine cover. Hmm. Yeah, it, it's awesome. Wow. And, it, and, and Mondo, this is Jeremy Dunn because Robert doesn't ever introduce me anymore. Oh, how Jeremy, you? You, know how, you know how she is. How are you do. doing? <laughs> <laughs> I do. And, and I mean, we... we so, so Mondo, I gotta tell you, I'm I'm looking at the magazine cover, and and I have to admit, I'm a little smitten. Why? Why? What is it? A good photograph? I don't even know. I don't know what photograph it is. It, it's a very good photo. Oh, it's a very good photo. It's you you say you're very. smitten. That's okay. why I'm smitten. Yes. yes. <laughs> well, and thank you. Uh, you I'm flattered. So you're on the cover of A and U, and it's Perfect Runway All Star Mondo Guerrero. Oh. Okay. You look really butch with your uh, I look, o'clock shadow. Yeah. Oh, I look butch. That's why you're smitten. That's <laughs> well, that's a compliment. You know, the thing about it is, like, I try to like be like a little rough around the edges, like when I don't have like you know things to be in the public eye or whatever. So I usually have that, and sometimes I just get really lazy when I wake up and I don't, I don't care to shave. So maybe that was one of those lazy days. Maybe the lazy days are working for me. Nice. So now, so now we have evidence that Mondo Guerrera really is rough trade. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's not, let's not go that far. <laughs> let's not go that far, he says. Let's not do that. Oh, no. So, so Mondo, um, let's get straight to the point, actually, and talk okay. a little bit about um, you winning Project Runway All-Stars. Tell me what that was about. Oh, man. How did that feel? Well, I mean, it was amazing. I mean, you saw the episode, the final episode of Project Runway All-Stars, or maybe you didn't see it, and therefore I you should catch up. Girl, I didn't oh. miss it. Okay. You oh you didn't miss it or you did miss it? I did not. Okay, good. Um so yeah, you know, it's like another opportunity to go back to the show. I I mean, I was there the summer before filming season eight, you know, and that was such a long journey and very difficult. 
I mean, you know, and then the results and coming off the show and hearing all the fans, you know, kind of protest. And it was a lot of pressure. So when they called me to be on All-Stars, I was really hesitant. And I was talking to uh, my manager and my friends about the possibility of going back. And, you know, ultimately I decided to go back just for, um, you know, to really um, evolve as a designer and have, you know, um, you know, Project Runway on set is really kind of an experiment. They put you in these situations, not only with the other, you know, um, designers and their personalities, but also through these challenges, you really find out about, you know, what you're capable of and um, what you're good at. You really get to know more about your skill set and what you're able to accomplish in a given amount of time. So, um, you know, I just wanted to go back to Evolve. But I will tell you that when I got back there, it was very clear that I kind of had a target on my back, and it made it me very – I was very unhappy the entire um, the entire, you know, production of Project Runway All-Stars. It was it was really rough. I mean, every designer has had their, you know, um, time in the spotlight, and we're all going back to compete again. And, um, you know, everybody really expected that they were going to win, and it made it super competitive. And, you know, I love a competition. I'm very competitive. But when it crosses the line where you feel like, you're only valued, um, or when the contestants are saying that you're only there, that you were only placed there to make up what happened in season eight, that's very hurtful. And, you know, I was there to work. I was there to work as hard as all the other designers, and I wasn't there to, like, you know, just, you know, take it easy. I was there to really, you know, throw myself into every challenge and, you know, study my process and do the best work I did. And, you know, coming off the show and looking at it after winning, I think I did do my best body of work in such a short amount of time during that show. I really pushed myself and did some things that were unexpected for the fans. Wow. And you know what? That comes across. It, it, it really does come through the screen. And there you, Vonda, you have this sincerity about you that um, I think is, is one thing that I fell in love with when I first saw you on, on Project Runway. And um, I, I think that's what all the fans see, is that, that you're just purity and sincerity that, that is you. And yeah. you're, you're very true to yourself. Right. Well, I think, you know, as, as an artist and as an individual, I think it's so important to apply, you know, your truth and honesty and where you've come from to what you do um, creatively. I think that, you know, when you see um, a look come down the runway, especially for the judges, that there's some emotional content there. I think, you know, if I was designing something just for the sake of it, it'd be a throwaway. I wouldn't be proud of it. So yeah, I am emotionally attached to all the work that I put down, you know, and I mean, that's just who I am. I'm, I'm, I am, I'm very transparent. I have to, you know, I have to live that way. I've, li- you know, you know, before I came out um, as HIV positive on season eight, I was hiding so much of myself, and it was really, um, you know, HIV was really defining who I was as a person and as a creative person. And, um, you know, I would, I, you know, I hit rock bottom, um, you know, a couple like six months before um, I got on the show um, during Christmas, as in the hospital with PCP pneumonia. And, you know, that really made me realize that I wasn't going to let this disease define who I am, and I had to start setting goals. And setting goals, one of them was getting onto Project Runway, something that I've always wanted to do, and it and it happened. And I never expected that a reality show would, you know, take me on a journey um, to change my life. And, you know, 
Project Runway really did give back my life. I mean, in a lot of way, it was my own doing because I I had the courage to start talking about my status and um, disclose this information. Um, but I never really expected it. So, you know, it was it was really really really. I mean, it was life changing. Well, I think that's incredible. You know, I, I saw the, the the new Project Runway has just started uh, before the conference. I think last this last week, mm-hmm. and I saw that you were actually part of the selection process of who is going to be on the next Project Runway. Mm-hmm. Can you tell us a little bit of what that was like? Well, you know, I was in every city. We visited six cities, and we th- I think we probably saw over 820 something hopefuls. And I mean, if you I can I try to compare it to like American Idol. Uh, mm-hmm. auditions because there's some really good ones and then there's some mediocre ones and then there's some that come in and you're like are you kidding me like really <laughs> like you really want to be like y- you should be embarrassed right now I'm embarrassed for you like it's it's scary and like you know I think that it's really important you know because I also applied it to you know these people have great ideas and maybe they do really ha- have this dream and they just don't know, they don't have the tools or the skill set. You know, they do have ideas, and I can recognize that. Um, but, you know, with most of the content uh, contestants, potential contestants, I was really looking for that emotional content, you know, and people that really involve themselves in the process, because I think that is so important, especially being in such um, high extremes through the challenges. You really have to be in touch with what you're capable of doing, and so that's what I was really looking for within each contestant. Well, I think that's incredible. Um, one of the other things that you actually just launched a new eyewear line with Naaman Marcus. Yeah, well, the eyewear line is actually with um, C Eyewear, um, and then oh, uh, my yeah. Neiman, yeah, and then my Neiman Marcus line will be coming out in the fall, which I'm like busting my ass trying to finish right now. So it's like it's you know I'm I'm, I'm wearing a lot of hats right now, but you know it's they're all very important projects to me and uh, you know I make time for everything and you know give 120% to every project that I'm working on. Well, I think it's great because you know for me you, your glasses are your trademark, you know what I mean? And I think that it's great and a perfect fit for you to do something like that. Right, you know. So I, I, I wish you luck. And I think that you know that's really important coming off the show and having this visibility people recognize me for certain characteristics like my eyeglasses and I also did a collaboration with um socket to me which is a sock company cuz you know they know me for my socks um <laughs> I'm just waiting for that hair product campaign and then we'll seal the deal <laughs> You do have the hair Right I definitely have a head of hair You you give good hair and a well got, yeah definitely well groomed Yes, yes, you certainly are. So, so, um, where do you go from from this pinnacle right now, where you're at? Um, you know, right now I'm really working on my own personal branding. I think there are, you know, I really love a collaboration. I love what I'm doing with all the projects right now. But right now I'm really working on my branding. It's really important for me to, um, you know, make clothes that are accessible to a large number of people. I mean, you know, with Neiman Marcus, and this is, again, why I've applied these different projects because they're all, like, kind of different price points. So maybe you can't afford to um, buy a, a look from Neiman Marcus, but you might have the money to buy a pair of glasses or you might have money to buy a pair of socks. And, you know, within the different projects, I've really make, made it um, cohesive so you'll see similar color stories and similar inspirations from a certain time period just because I feel like this is really a moment and it, it's a moment for me and I want people to really share that with me. That's great.
great. So tell us a little bit about how um, folks can get involved with Mondo and, and the eye design. All right. Well, again, you know, since I came off of season eight and I disclosed my HIV status, um, I was, you know, initially I was terrified of how people would respond, you know, it's especially my family. Um, and it didn't hit me until I walked off the runway and I actually did have a, a breakdown and it kind of like hit me. Um, but when the episode aired, I was, you know, so amazed about, you know, how people were so willing to support me, to tell me, tell me that they love me um, and share their own personal stories. You know, it takes a lot of courage to be able to get to that point. And I understood that at that point, you know. Um, and so it, it was, you know, a perfect for me, perfect fit for me to lend my voice to such an important cause and that cause being, you know, HIV um, awareness. And so I've teamed up with Mark on a new HIV education campaign called iDesign. And iDesign is a campaign that helps empower people living with HIV to kind of take a tailored approach to their treatment plan. Get it? Right. Okay. And so you guys, and you guys know, you know, people living with HIV, they're all different, so our treatment plans should reflect that. And I think that from personal experience for me, the way that I've accomplished that is really having an open communication, a dialogue with your doctor. You know, I think it's really important to have a conversation with yourself, have that inner dialogue, but then also let your doctor what what your needs are, you know, and just kind of be prepared when you go into the doctor's office. Um and you know, kind of have a check have a checklist. You know, you always want to talk about your viral load, your CD4 cell count, any, you know, possible side effects that you might be having from your current treatment plan. And also, you know, since these treatment plans are allowing people to live longer, healthier, um, happier lives, there are going to be other health concerns that come into play. So you always want to be on top of everything. And, again, you know, the key message here is really just having open communication with your doctor to really find the treatment plan that works best for you. That's awesome. So what are you doing here at the International AIDS Conference? Are you speaking anywhere or... You know, where can people come to maybe possibly even see you? Well, you know, I'm going to be here and there around the conference. I'm really just meeting with um, different organizations, different groups, ASOs, to, you know, spread the word about um, project. Uh, about iDesign, the new campaign, and just, you know, start continue the conversation because, again, I think it's so important to have this conversation. I think there's so much power behind having a conversation about HIV to really look forward to the future. Excellent, excellent. So so I, I just had a um, question. Uh-huh. Uh, I had a question texted. texted. Somebody <laughs> sent a, message, a question by text to me. Okay. Um, Aaron, uh, his name is Aaron Laxman, and he's he mentioned a, a magazine article that talked about your family's response to your HIV disclosure. Right. Can you can you talk a little bit about that and, and yeah, and absolutely. Important dot. Um, well, okay. So when I disclosed my status on season eight, of course, it's pre-recorded before it airs, and it was recorded before I went to Fashion Week, um, and then upon my arrival back to Denver. I wasn't ready to talk to my parents and, and then because I really had to focus on what I wanted to accomplish at Fashion Week. You know, I really had to focus on what I wanted to show and I really wanted to, you know, and I really wanted to focus on the win. You know, it's really important to visualize what you can accomplish, especially in a situation like that. And so I wasn't ready to talk to them. I went to Fashion Week. You know, I feel like I did something very personal and very true to who I am. 
and honored my grandmother and uh you know and then I lost and that was it I came back and the episode started airing and I didn't actually tell my family until um 4 days before four days before the episode aired just because I really needed that time. And, you know, there was no easy way of doing it. It was really just about being completely honest and, you know, laying it out on the table. And actually I laid it out on the dinner table. It was just me and my dad, my mom, my partner, and my sister. And, you know, I was looking at my my boyfriend and he was like, give me the eyes, you know, like he was like, okay, you have to do this now or you're never going to do it, you know, and I was like, the pressure's on. And I didn't really practice, you know, I didn't really think about what I was going to say to them. So, you know, it just came out, you know, Mom, Dad, I have something to tell you. And I think, you know, they were a little hesitant for for the response after saying that. And, um, you know, I just told them I'm HIV positive. I've been HIV positive for the past 10 years. And right now in my life, I'm healthier and happier than I've ever been. And um, my mom, you know, fired back, well, you know what, I'm... Um, I'm proud of you, you know, I've known, and, you know, I hope that this can encourage other people to, you know, start talking about it and being honest about their status, and it was just amazing, and, you know, ever since then, it's really proven to, um, I mean, inspire me, because I come from this Mexican, Catholic, Latino, Mexican family, you know, um, very religious, built on morals, values, and whatnot, and, um, you know, all these ideals were instilled in me, and this is why I didn't talk about it for such a long time. But my family, who has lived in the same community for four-plus generations, you know, they can put a face to the disease now, and they're not afraid to talk about it, and they're not afraid to ask me questions. So I know that they've, you know, accessed the materials to educate themselves, and I know that they're passing on that information to um, to other people that are, you know, um, that are uh, that want to know what HIV is, you know. And so now with the new campaign, I think it's a really great opportunity having the website, projectidesign.com. You can visit there and access that information. And it's not heavy information. It's not like picking up a pamphlet from, you know, your doctor's office and, you know, like word by word, what's this, what's that, what's that. You know, it's really just simple messages. And there's also a checklist that you can um, you can look over to remind yourself what you need to do when you go to the doctor's office. And not only that, as a designer, as a creative person, I felt like if there's really huge importance of people um participating you know as as a fashion designer and as showing my designs on a runway and having some kind of appeal to them i feel like it's really important to share your ideas so we've designed a program that you can design your own textile and share them with the other people that have visited the website it's all this idea about sharing and communicating and having these conversations well, I think that's incredible. And, you know, you were talking about how you came out on TV, and that kind of really reignites the, the conversation around HIV. So right. people like like you and Angina and Jamar Rogers and our own Jack McEnroe, they, you guys are the ones that are really making a difference for those who are sitting at home who are quiet and who are afraid to come out and talk about it. Mm-hmm. You're the ones who are inspiring those people. So I just want to say thank you for that. Well, you know what? I want to say thank you for everybody that has responded, you know, and I do get emails on a daily basis, you know, and I don't mind, I love when I get an email that is asking me a question, you know, whether they're newly mm-hmm. diagnosed, 
and they don't know where to turn, or you know maybe they're you know twelve twelve years living with with the disease and they're hitting you know a dark place. You know that's the thing about it is that we always have to have this conversation. We have to be very transparent and talk about it to really be you know because it's not just about managing the disease. It's really about managing your health. Um, physically, it's also, you know, managing your emotional state, your relationships. So it's really important to have this communication. Well, I think it's great. You know, you've been positive for 10 years. Um, the last question we want to leave you with is, what would you say to somebody who's newly diagnosed and struggling with their status? I can tell you that from my personal experience, when I was first diagnosed, I felt very alone. I felt very scared, and I didn't really know where to turn to. So at first, I would say you're not alone, that you can find, um, you know, help. And, you know, you can log on to the uh, website again, and there's some steps that you can actually focus on to, you know, no, I think be directed in the, in, the, in, the right, in, in the right start, you know. But I would also say that it's really super important to surround yourself by people that love you and people that you love and build a support system because these are the people that are going to really help you. I, well, I'll tell you that if I was able to talk to my family and my parents about my HIV status when I was newly diagnosed, it wouldn't have been as difficult for me to really manage the disease and not let it, you know, control me. Wow. That's, that's, that's awesome. Mondo, we, we've reached the end. I mean, <laughs> it, it, it just flew by. I can't believe that. Mondo, yes. thank you so very much for, for taking the time out of your busy schedule to spend some time with us today. Well, thank you. Thank you. It was, all, it was really my pleasure. And uh, we, again, are going to be – we're running around the IAC as well, so hopefully we'll get to bump into you. You need to bump into me tomorrow because I have a really cute outfit planned. I'm not okay, scruffy, cool. so just <laughs> Sounds deal, good. With deal with it. Okay. Right, deal with it. <laughs> deal with deal it, with Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I will. <laughs> it will be hard for me, but I'll do it. You have to put, resist it. Just resist it. <laughs> Well, Mondo, thanks again for hanging out with us for the short time, and we hope to see you tomorrow. All right. I'll see you guys around. Thanks. Have a great night. All right. Bye-bye. And again, folks, remember that's Mondo Guerrero. You can go to his uh, new project's website, projectidesign.com. So what's on the agenda tonight, Jeremy? What are you doing tonight here? Oh, my gosh. Tonight, well, first I'm going to go get a shower. That's good. Proceed smell. Yes, I know. Um, (laughs) It's it's because the – Okay, as everybody knows, Washington, D.C. is built on a swamp, and it is so hot and muddy. So, I mean, you walk out, and you, and you just sweat. It's, it's awful. But tonight, we are going to run out and see uh, Jamar Rogers from The Voice at, uh, at Black Cat at 1881 14th Avenue Northwest here in Washington, D.C. I got it right. Right, and that starts at 7.30, so if you're here, um, you know, experiencing the conference, go check it out. Come out and hear Jamar sing and, and meet us. We would love to. Yes. And don't forget, if you are tweeting and you are here at the conference, please use hashtag HIV. Let's make a difference and, and make that let, Let's trend it. Let's trend it to the end. That's right, right. That's right. So tweeting on board and all that stuff. All that stuff. I like all, all that stuff. So, so Robert, what are you what are you looking forward to getting out of the um, rest of the week? 
I'm just looking to actually just meet those people that I talk to online. I think that's the, my favorite thing. Like meeting Aaron Laxton for the very first time is one of the highlights. Of it was, it was kind of anticlimactic for me, yeah. but it was it was good. Um, tomorrow night we have uh, Daniel Bauer coming on. Yes, and we have um, Dr. Um, Salco Salco coming on as well. Uh, Dr. Salco is with Just Get Tested, and um, Daniel's going to be talking about his involvement with Just Get Tested. And Just Get Tested has uh, sponsored the Beyond Belief, which will be here Thursday night at 8 p.m. And uh, yours truly here, Jeremy, will be taking part in that wonderful production. So, so I think we're we're down to the last 30 seconds or so, last minute, really. So. Robert, you know, it's exciting. I'm, I'm just excited to be here with everybody and to meet all those people that we communicate and, and, and interact with online, whether it's Pazai on Facebook or Twitter. So for, for everyone, just enjoy the rest of the conference. We will be here again live tomorrow at 9, so you can uh, listen to us then. We hope you have a great night. And, and we're signing off. We're signing off for the evening. Thanks, everybody.